Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Marge Bowen. I'm here with my good friend, Margaret Miller. We're the Mystic Margaritas. We're thrilled that you're listening in. Hi, Margaret. Hi, Marge. Glad to see you today. Always wonderful to see you and to have some fun talking about really deep and meaningful topics. (laughs) (laughs) So um, today we are going to have this amazing stimulating conversation about the 28th gene key. And uh, that is from purposelessness to immortality by way of totality. If that doesn't blow your mind, I don't know what will. (laughs) What the heck does that mean, Marge? (laughs) You know, I love that um, the dilemma is avoidance. (laughs) I kind of want to avoid talking about this, actually, but no, here we are. So, (laughs) Um, So I got thinking about purposelessness. And, you know, in our last show, we even touched on purposelessness, purpose, right? And the link it has to fear, of course. And um, avoidance has a lot to do with fear as well, doesn't it? Our deepest fears, avoiding that which scares us. Right, right. And and really both of these, uh, the, the gene key that we talked about last week, the 32nd gene key, um, both of them, you know, it's it's all around the fear of death like that's the primal fear right this is everything boils down all of our fears boil down to the fear of not existing (laughs) yeah the genetic code that we all have in our dna yes for sure and so the fear of death can also equate to or lead to the fear of living too so there's two sides of the coin and um, the fear of death. It's interesting to think about where these fears come from, not just in our DNA, but as we come into this life, mm-hmm. what information, what beliefs are fed to us that stimulates the deepest fears. And I'm thinking particularly of, you know, of um, systems and beliefs. So we all live in systems, whether it's government systems, religious systems, family systems, you know, these structures that we grow up in that have that are part of the collective consciousness, Mm -hmm. that fear cycles into right and we, uh, we learn some of that, as well as this genetic predisposition for having fear in our DNA, and certainly in our, in our limbic system of the brain, right, we're hardwired for fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, that, as I was listening to that, I thought about that that those systems, a lot of those systems, were actually uh, created in a sense to uh, avoid the fear of death, right? To to give us something to uh, ease our our um, weary souls or whatever are, are, you know, from, from that fear of death, like sort of to avoid it somehow. 
it's kind of a conflict, isn't it? Yeah. Because what comes with the systems are a lot of shoulds and musts. Mm -hmm. And that can result in a lot of guilt. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think the purposelessness can very much be linked to what is what tapes are running in our psyche um, for, that stem from these systems that we have to identify, oh, that's the system that believes that. Do I really believe that? Mm -hmm. And 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 that will lead us to letting go of the shoulds and the musts. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, okay. So then if we are uh, avoiding that fear, right. And we, and then, then the, the fear of death, right. Then, then we, uh, then we sort of put that fear onto the finding our purpose. Like, what if I don't, what if I don't fulfill my purpose in life? Right. And that's the that's purposelessness. Right. What if what if I am unable to figure out what the heck it is I'm supposed to do in this life? Right. Well, and, and that leads me to, you know, I just a brief um, conversation about the Maslow hierarchy of needs. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and so the first the first level is physiological needs. So we need shelter. We need food. We need water. And when that's been set, so, so if we are in that place in life, then there is fear about that kind of survival. And then that leads to the second fear, which is safety. And that's safety, that's feeling secure, um, having employment, having prosperity to take care of those physiological needs, you know, so it's it, the fears change as we go through this hierarchy. The third one is love and belonging. So that's societal bonds. So the fear of belonging, the fear of having a family group or, or having relationships where you feel valued um, or not. And then the fourth is esteem, which is self, it's respect, it's self and it's uh, recognition. And, and that reminds me of third chakra, where it's a lot about the will, right? Because if we have, if our physiological and uh, safety needs, and we feel like we love, we we're loved, and we belong. We can better access this will to create, and then after that, esteem comes self actualization. So that's like crown chakra stuff because that's mm -hmm. actually becoming um, the most we can be. So these fears that we're talking about, and the shoulds and the musts and the guilt, all change a little bit, depending on where we're at in life, right? Right. That's that's a, a, an interesting way of looking at it, too, because if we are um, if we are in survival mode, if, if you know, which most people in in, uh, you know, in in the developed world are not going to starve to death. I mean, there are there are exceptions to that, but most of us, you know, are not actually, you know, really under that, um, under the, um, what do you call, under the yeah, gun of that, right? Pressure, right. And, and so, so, so then those, those fears shift to something that's not as tangible, right? It's not like the actual physical fear of survival. It's more about 
are we going to be accepted? Are we going to be, um, and this is like, the, this is very much the same, the conversation that we, that we had last week. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because these two are um, in the same codon ring, the ring of illusion. So it's, it's like that illusion of, uh, am I going to, so that's why that fear shifts from the fear of death to, because we're not necessarily under that kind of pressure to survive that it shifts then to um, the fear of not being able to find our purpose. Yes. Yes. And the, the fear, the fear, I just want to remind everybody that, that this wiring of fear in the limbic system in the, in the amygdala, it's fear, threat, danger. So this fear of dying in terms of the brain, in terms of the subconscious can see divorce as a fear of dying, can see um, depression, can see a midlife crisis. I mean, to the, to the older part of our brain, the reptilian brain, to the limbic system, that interprets it. It doesn't say it, you know, it's, it's our quick firing, right? Our quick thinking is, so that just interprets it as being fear, threat, danger. And in our subconscious feels very similar to the fear of death. So they're kind of, you can't separate them. It's why as we go through life, that kind that fear can come back and be so big when there's been a huge change and we have an ending to things and we're discovering what it is our purpose is now as we face a new beginning. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and also, it, you know, sort of alongside of that, uh, if, if we think about it, all of the, the great mystical or spiritual traditions have in there somewhere, you know, it's somewhere embedded in there it, that in order to truly live, we have to die to some part of ourselves. We, in, in order to truly live, you have to accept death. You have to die to something. And, um, and then once, once we do that, then we, then we are able to come into that awareness of what the, what the purpose of life really is. Yeah. So that makes me think of how this is related to, victim energy which is being powerless right mm-hmm. the victim of circumstance or the victim of a system okay and our beliefs have a lot to do with that how we see who holds the power outside of ourselves right and so if we're in victim energy we lose the power to utilize our will so will also has a lot to do with that again we're back to third chakra which is about the will it's about the servant versus the warrior. So, and that kind of describes what you're talking about, because if we, you know, if we have to be, if we have to have a situation in life that, that so confronts our perception and beliefs and avoidances, Mm -hmm. (laughs) then that causes us to go through this transformation, if if you will, and really find a way of connecting with ourselves at different and our truth in order to utilize the will again and create change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was thinking about, you know, so how do we, how do we do that? And, and how does that, how does that occur? And, and I, I was reminded of um, uh, something that, that I went through with um, actually several different 
programs that I went through. One was called the Awakening, and there and another one was uh, I can't even remember where I where I got the the other one from. But they had each of them had death processes in their programs, and basically you would go through um, like a an experience where you sort of staged your own death or imagined you know that you were on your deathbed and people came around and then you then you had your funeral you know you died and you had your funeral and 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 went through that experience and 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 the the result of it was that you had this greater appreciation of course for for your own life and you also noticed that life kept going on uh you know even though you weren't in there anymore even though you weren't a part of it you know like everybody went home after the funeral and they, they just kept doing their thing and and so so it's like this it's sort of like a shocking into or a or just a, a, a an eye-opening or a larger perspective of okay uh none of us gets out of here alive right I, I said this to somebody, a client today. It's like, you know, just a reminder. It's like none of us gets out of here alive. And, there, and the, you know, it, it is the fear of the unknown and the, and the fear of death. But if we embrace that, if we recognize that, the amount of will and the amount of strength of character that that can move into our life in the present moment and, and the deliciousness that we can, you know, extract from life is like, a thousandfold once you've once you've done something like that or gone through a, a near-death experience or something that causes right. you to you know become aware of the of of our mortality which is interesting because we're gonna be talking about immortality right but once we can embrace that mortality then we can truly begin to live right yeah, and everything you just described made me really think about ego and how it's an unraveling of the ego, right? So now we're talking about also about mental structure, too. But the ego is there to keep us safe as well. And so it can create all kinds of havoc and um, affect our will and affect and guilt is another piece of that. When we when we come back, I've got some interesting things I'd like to read from the I Ching about will and guilt and what happens to our energy. Wonderful. Well, you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network, and we're Mystic Margaritas. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform 
streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Margaret Miller and I, March Bowen, we're discussing the 28 Gene Key, which goes from purposeless to immortality by way of totality. And we also get into some avoidance and particularly <laughs> fear, right? Um, so, Margaret, um, you know, I want to go back. You asked a really good question, and, we, and I don't think we discussed the answer to that about what do you do when, you know, how do you combat or how do you embrace and, and, transform this fear. Um, but before we go there, I want to just mention what this I Ching is. So the I Ching is called the preponderance of the great. And I think that's a really interesting name because before we left on break, we talked a little bit about ego and how the ego is trying to keep us safe. So that's kind of really commingled with that fear. Um, and sometimes our egos as human beings um, place us far more important than we really are. And when you talked about that exercise of going through the death process, like you, you died. And so you plan the funeral, you write your obituary, you see who's coming, you, you see life going on after you're gone, right. Is, is really does confront that ego. Right. And then, Oh yeah, I'm just this little minuscule thing and life does go on. And, um, and it really takes me to this whole discussion about the ego and will. And I just want to read from the I Ching. This is from a book I've read, I've referred to before called I Ching, the Oracle of the Cosmic Way, written by two women, Carol Anthony and Hannah uh, Moog, who are Jungian psychologists. And uh, they studied the I Ching and applied their skill to interpreting the I Ching in that way, which is really fascinating. But they talk about will saying will is undermined by mistaken ideas coming from the individual ego and collective ego concerning the true nature of the cosmos or universe and the human place in it. So it's finding it's 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 that humbling last last show we talked a bit about being humble, right to learn what we need. Uh, I want to just add one thing it says the individual ego thus continuously steals energy of will through instilling doubts, fears and guilt in the person. Its activity never adds anything to his energy supply. It only drains. Right. And so and so that's purposelessness. That's what happens. That energy of our our will gets drained by those that preponderance of of the the, the doubts, the fears and the and the guilt and, and so forth. And then there's no energy left for fulfilling any kind of purpose at all. That's right. For creation. Yeah. That's exactly, that's exactly oh right. So, 
So your question, again, going back to, well, what do we do? How do we transform this fear is a really good question. And one that I think uh, everyone can contemplate and have many ways of doing that. But I think the first thing to realize about fear, again, is that it's a natural wiring we all have that we're, we're born with, everyone comes down the line of genetics and, and it has a place and it's places to keep us alive. So the first thing is to recognize, okay, this fear is out of this place of survival. So I can just understand that and move from that subconscious place more into the conscious place, the cortex, and mm -hmm. set it, you know, kind of let go of that, right? And how do I let go of it? I'm sure you have some ideas. What are your ideas, Margaret, about letting go of fear? Well, you know, I, I think it's it's about, like you said, you, accepting that that it has a purpose, and that that it's it's showing you something. And, and usually, it's uh, um, coming from, you know, that fear of the, the, the ultimate fear, right? The fear of death, you know, are, am I going to survive or not? Can I survive? And, and, and then, like you said, accepting it, like being able to just recognize that it's, it's, you don't have to, you're not, you don't have to try and eliminate fear. You, and, you know, I think there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of books, there's a lot of, you know, self-help stuff out there about this. And it's it, it, that that it, it all comes down to that we're not don't try to eliminate it. Mm -hmm. Right. Don't try to eliminate it. Befriend it. Know that it's it's there trying to help you and and recognize that that you can bring that into your awareness. And as you do that, then. Uh, it transmutes itself. It shows itself for what it really is. Yeah. And I think that I just, just so everyone knows, and you know, my, I specialize in brain integration. So I work a lot with people who, who, well, everyone, it, it's always any stress is about how our brain is firing because we are wired for survival in the subconscious. And we, and it's this interplay, this wiring between the conscious and subconscious to keep us safe. And so what can happen when we have these experiences in life, whether it's in childhood or all the way through our life is that our subconscious, the amygdala can be alerted to fire in other words, to, to feel that fear subconsciously, okay, or some other anger, whatever the survival emotion is. And so what, how we adapt and live through that moment is often to develop a belief system. So our belief systems are very attached to these survival emotions. And why I'm explaining that is that that's the, that can be the ego part. So we need to, like you're saying, accept that we feel fear. However, we can look at what beliefs and thoughts are driving this and adding to it. And we can choose differently those thoughts and beliefs that we have control over. Right. Right. And but, but uh, you know, just like anything, if we can bring it into awareness, yes, like what it actually is, yes. then we can do something about it. <laughs> then we have a choice. Uh, but until it's, you know, until it's uh, in our consciousness, like we're mm -hmm. consciously aware of it, mm -hmm. you know, before that, there's nothing that we can actually do. 
Yeah. I love the idea though of being really connected to the body, right? Because what we, what happens when we do we are in that fear is our breathing changes. We might, if we pay attention, we might notice some tension in our bodies. What can happen is we can be stuck in the we can be stuck up here when you know up in the brain area when we're in this fear and kind of be separated from our body. So connecting with the sensations of our body is re- actually re- and our breath is really really important and a way at, to the point where breathing can help us transition the fear. Touch, loving touch, can help us transition the fear. So there are signals we can give to ourselves or to others to really support the transformation of that fear survival experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is kind of this is really interesting to me. I I had a um, a, a client um, sort of unexpectedly sign up for a, a my my short session this morning. It was like in between a class that I taught and, and um, doing this uh, program with you today, Marge. And, and it was like, okay, it was half an hour session, energetic recalibration. And basically what we were talking about is exactly what you were describing there. And, and it was, it's, it's sort of like this whole process of, you know, what we came to was, okay, let's bring our attention into our breath into our body right let's bring you know attention into the heart center and change that that breathing pattern to be a calmer breath and then feel you know be you know have your attention and awareness focused internally so that you can actually feel what the sensations are because i think when we're up you know when we are just operating from our mental processes and we're up in our head that we don't have a a true sense of what it is and in this particular session it ended up being that image the anxiety and stuff that she was feeling was actually grief Mm -hmm. it was actually something that that didn't you know it wasn't what she thought and but when she came back into her body she was able to actually feel it and identify it and then the process of of working with that can be you know going to um you know the child uh doing some inner child work or or whatever it whatever technique that you want to use to to move through that but isn't it interesting how when when we're experiencing it just from our minds we're not able to feel the actual what's actually going on and what the message that the body is providing you know is is actually trying to say and that and that takes me to where we're going next was in this gene key which is talking about totality right because because in totality, we, we're holding nothing back. But when we stay in our head, we are holding back. And we, most of the time, a lot of times in different phases of our lives, we are very afraid of all the feeling. We're afraid to feel. Yeah. We're afraid to fully feel because it's it can be really scary. And right. we may not trust our ability to handle it, right? So in this totality, there can be a fear of living, a fear of dying and a fear of not living. And that's that holding back. Right. 
You know? That's that, that's the purposelessness. Yeah. <laughs> I had to at least try to say it once because it tongue tie oh. it tongue ties me. Purposelessness. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> anyway, so so yeah, because yeah. that then we're a bunch of talking heads. Right. <laughs> we're just walking around in our heads, and we we are not connected with the deep wisdom that resides in our body and that's it's you know when we when we can bring ourselves through our breath through heart-centered awareness through you know yoga you know meditation all of these processes that that really bring us into our body then we can tap in to the wisdom and the knowing that will allow us to move into our live truly living our lives totality yeah like you said. and you know I really love um, I actually really love massage as a way as a really beautiful way an easy way accessible way for people to start if 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 any of you listening you're you feel or remember feeling this disconnection where you're all in your head and not really connecting with your body massage is such a grounding beautiful way to begin listening in a different way um, getting out of your head and, and listening to your body. I, I always love that as a beginning thing, but any, any, like you're saying, any of the tools you mentioned, energy work, any of that opens us up to more than the mental ego self. Right. And yeah, obviously massage is like the primary, right? The physical touch is, yeah. And, and now that I'm uh, retired from uh, doing body work and massage, I'm actually getting massage <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> so funny, those, those people that do body work and, and never get it. <laughs> well, you know, but that when we, I mean, because I, you know, I'm also retired from massage just doing kinesiology, but like, you know, you remember the days, right, when we were doing massage, I mean, you're constantly getting work, constantly receiving body work. Yeah. You know, and then you, you and then you work, so you get away from it a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, well, it looks it looks like we're at another break. So uh, when we come back, let's dive into the topic of totality. You we're you're listening to what are we listening to? Mystic Margaritas. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm Margaret Miller. I'm with Marge Bowen. We're on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. 
Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to MysticMargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're now moving into totality. I'm Marge Bowen with Margaret Miller. So um, totality, uh, finding our purpose, but it's more about our mentally understanding our purpose versus starting to live it, right? And so this is a great moment for you and I to talk a little bit about ourselves because I know you and what you do, you know me and what I do, and we really feel like in the in the last oh, however many years we have been living this purpose through our work our purpose through our work and i'm a neuroenergy kinesiologist i specialize in brain integration and work with all the energy fields and have kinesiology is really a frequency language so i'm like an interpreter of you and what that allows me to do is to assess where all the stress is in your physical body, in your brain firing, in your in your uh, energy fields, in your organs and glands, and then clear the stress by many different energy medicine techniques. And I also teach it, Margaret. I'm actually going to start a class in November. Um, at four, it's going to be a four day class that teaches uh, a wonderful beginning kinesiology course, so that people can. Many there's a lot of practitioners that come and see me. They may have done Reiki or um, or massage therapists or other energy workers, and they want to expand their uh, skill set. And so this class helps them to do that. Um, you can find information about me and contact me if you're interested in this class uh, through my website, um, which is www.margebowen.com. Or you can email me at margebowen at gmail.com. So those are the ways you can reach me if you have an interest in a, a Zoom session or even a class that I'm teaching. So Margaret, I think this is a great time for you to share. Oh, well, thank you. And, and that sounds awesome. I'm so glad that you're that you're offering that now. The, yeah, the it'll, be really, it'll be really fun because it really gets into looking at stress holographically and mm -hmm. uh, doing some interesting um, correction techniques and and dealing with how to diffuse stress through the muscle system. And it's not massage. It's, you know, when, whenever we have a thought that stress can re be reflected in the muscle system. That's why I use muscle testing extensively. Uh, and so anyway, it's, it'll be fun. Yeah. yeah that's, that's so exciting. Okay. So, well, you know, I, I'm thinking about totality and thinking about the, the title in, that Richard Rudd uses for that part of the chapter. And it's uh, all of life's a stage. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and so it's like, what, what, uh, what are we, you know, what's what's my role right now and what's you know, who am I as as the actor, you know, and, and what what role am I playing right now? And 
you know, it's, cha- it's been changing for me over the years. I was a, a body worker for many years and energy worker. And, and I have, um, throughout that time, I discovered, um, a great talent and, and gift for, um, helping people to know themselves at a much deeper level. And I use, uh, now I'm using mostly, um, uh, shamanic practices and uh, and coaching and um, of course you know still utilizing the all of the energy uh, techniques that I use energetic recalibration to help people to come into a, a like a deeper awareness of their of themselves who they who they really are and what their gifts and talents and resources are and so um, I, you know, I do that through various, usually Zoom sessions or in-person sessions. If you're if you're here in um, in the Heber Valley of Utah, um, and I also am an astrologer, and I love to look at people's astrology. And most recently, and of course, you know, you probably know this from listening to our program that I'm very much involved in uh, spreading the word of the Gene Keys, <laughs> you know, and I've just recently become a guide for the Gene Keys so that I can help um, sort of be a pointer for people to understand their uh, hologenetic profiles in in the Gene Keys. And I'm I'm really excited about that. So you can find information about me here on Inspired Choices Network or uh, at my website, which is www.spiritwolfhealingarts.com. It's a mouthful. Or um, go to my Instagram page, Spirit Wolf Healing Art. And, uh, yeah. And, you know, most... most, uh, Recently, like I mentioned, this uh, energetic recalibration, it's a 30-minute session, um, but it's really, it packs a punch, and uh, I'd love to have you sign up for it. It's only $45. It's uh, very, very, um, you get your money's worth, for sure. (laughs) Well, it's always, you know, I think the reason you and I love what we do is that, We've we both are educated in ways and have figured out through our experience and our life experience as well how to very quickly take someone down to the spirit level, right, of their soul level and what they're here to do and what they're here to learn right now. And it's it's a very sad as I know I'm I won't speak for you, but for me, it's just been a love of mine and and really it feels like a mission to me in a lot of ways. So, you know, I probably will never retire from it. So right. we right. go back to the totality. Um, yeah, I think this is what we we're already talking about. Yes, let's do it. We really are because, you know, at some point for us to go to, to begin to, because I know you did things differently than the healing world, as did I uh, prior to that. And so we went through our own awakening, didn't we? Which is part of this totality picture. It's, it's you know, awakening to what's driving our energies and our passion and our purpose and being able to follow that truth in our in our heart in such a way that we create um, a way to express that. And that's really what we're talking about here. It's moving from uh, thinking about it to living 
the purpose rather than th just thinking about and focusing on what is my purpose. I am now expressing what is my mm -hmm. nature to express. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's and it, in order for that to happen, you have to go through whatever it, it is required for your will, for your that that strength inside of you to be able to break out of the um, the mold, so to speak, of, of what maybe society wants you to do or what you think you should do uh, and the responsibilities and this and that. Not that you would give up your responsibilities, but but that you know, limited by those things and instead follow what your heart is really truly asking you to do and, and being able to trust in life enough to begin to express that. And, and you know, when, when we do that, what happens is that we find out that, that truly our purpose is fulfilled by being in service to something greater than ourselves. Always that's the, that's the case. And this process can actually take years. I mean, when I think about how long it took me, you know, and avoidance, this is how we see the avoidance now, because, you know, in my younger years, I, I, I wasn't really conscious. I didn't really, I wasn't super aware. And so life had a way of, I call it the two by four method. I had the two by four method hit and it brought me to my knees. And it made me super humble. And, you know, that's when I began looking more deeply to learn to kind of start looking at my heart more, not just my mind. And that began the path. But it was it, it took some years, right, for, for me to get to this place in my life. And here I am now, you know, looking at talk about the phases of life and the fear of dying and all of that, you know, as you get older and, you know, I actually have a birthday tomorrow, I'll be 69. And so next year is the big seven Oh for me. Right. So, so you look at life differently. You look at things differently and, and I don't feel an urgency to discover my purpose. I feel like I've been living my purpose, but I also am looking at time is shorter. Now what's most important to me, mm -hmm. you know, this has been important to me, but what else is really important to me? Yeah. Well, happy, happy, happy birthday tomorrow. It Thank is on you. the full moon of Libra, in the Aries. Moon. It's Aries. A, a, Aries full moon. It's see the, the full moon is always the sun opposite the moon. So the sun is in Libra and the moon is in its opposite sign of Aries. Aries. Uh -oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, you know, you know, Marge, you yeah. should have me, you should have me do a solar return chart for you for this, uh, this birthday this but, year. <laughs> I do, Margaret. We Let's should play. play. Yeah, we need to play. We need to play. So anyway, that take, you know, that takes us into this whole, um, that's the process of totality, right? This awareness, this, this finding the truth so that we can start living our purpose. Yeah. And, and, and it really is, you know, another aspect of this that I just want to bring in as we're talking about the totality is that we, um, you know, once we really feel into what's important to us and, and like you said, you know, as we get older and, you know, time gets shorter, <laughs> you know, things become it becomes more clear what's actually important to us. And, and then we have the energy and the, and the 
sort of the motivation to um, to really start acting on things uh, in in a much bigger way and all the way through whether you're young or old if you're willing to be present in the moment if you're willing to bring yourself into the present moment that's where this totality happens it doesn't it's not it's about not about living life for the future right it's not like we're staying in the past past. right it's about it being present in this moment and responding to what life is pre- presenting you right here in this moment. That's totality. And that's how we go to immortality, right? <laughs> immortality. This, the whole topic about immortality, that one, that's a bigger topic. So I'm looking forward to discussing that with you, but I'm a little Ooh. overwhelmed by it. Let me just say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. How are we going to talk about something that you can't talk about? I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's talk about it when we get back from break. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas. I'm Margaret Miller. I'm here with Marge Bowen, and we're on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Okay, Margaret, let's get into immortality. (laughs) (laughs) So so we're talking about the gene key. As you know, if you've been listening so far, we're going from purposelessness to to immortality by way of totality. And uh, the dilemma is avoidance. So we've talked a lot about all of those, but not immortality. Mm. So, you know, the biggest takeaway I, I really got from thinking about contemplating, reading about immortality is this sense that, um, well, it's just an understanding of, the, of what is our essence. Mm. That's the big takeaway for me is what, because that's really what we leave behind is our essence. And what does that mean? You know, what does it mean to really know our essence and how is it we leave that is immortal? Yeah. And that, gosh, I know. So (laughs) I'm not sure exactly how to respond, but if what is our essence, then, you know, is, is it what I heard, what I just heard was uh, energy can either be created or destroyed. It just changes form. And so, and that's sort of another description description of immortality, isn't it? <laughs> but you know, I'll tell you when we when when we when we think about our essence, I always think about masters. You know, the great masters of art, 
the masters of music, the even the masters of mm-hmm. acting, anybody who is a master, anybody who we've all seen it, we've all been witness to people who just exude who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, they cannot be anything other than what who they are. And we love those people because they are inspiring to us. You know, so it's not it, it, it goes so far beyond um, any effort. Right. It's just living who you truly are. Right. And and through that, like, I guess uh, you're leaving a legacy Right. Uh, you know, somebody who is a truly a master has left a legacy that that, go, you know, goes beyond time. And I just looked at this uh, quote from uh, Richard Rudd says the mind cannot really grasp what immortality means. True immortality is actually the cessation of time altogether. Right. So so being outside of time. Yes. And Christine asked, you know, is it is it the sense of who you are in in the body? Well, no, because we're not just physical, right? We're physical, mental, emotional, and energetic. And so, you know, the if we, if we look to the chakra energy, the energy centers, and the progression of energy in those centers, it it ends one is root, and then it, it comes up and builds and the seventh chakra is is um, the crown. And it's about who you living, who you truly are, your true essence, your true Mm -hmm. vibration, your true brilliance, your true light. And that encompasses everything. And if we, if we live that way, you, we can't help, but influence, not influence. We can't help, but affect others. You can't Mm -hmm. help because your energy is vibrating at such a, a place that other people's energy is influenced by that. It's called entrainment, right? Mm-hmm. Their energy, actually, it brings their energy up to a higher vibration. And and that, that kind of goes back to what I was just saying, that energy can never be created or destroyed. It just changes form. And so, so you, you know, you become, I think, immortality is, you, you become immortal in your influence of other people's that entrainment, you know, other people's energy gets changed because of their interaction with you. And so then therefore gets carried forward in, in another life, <laughs> for instance. Yes. And that the archetype of the crown chakra is the egotist versus the guru. So in that you can hear this process we must go through to let go of ego Right. And really understand our truth, our our essence Mm -hmm. so that we can express that. And just as you're saying, you know, increase that energy Mm -hmm. just goes on. And and so it's it's sort of it's it's interesting because it's kind of a different way of looking at the word immortality than than maybe we, you know, have done in the past Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, because it's it's sort of. You know, it's it's happening. It's all happening in the in the ever present moment. (laughs) So there we are back to the present. Yeah. Right. Because if anywhere else. Right. If it's all because, you know, if we really dive into that, it's all happening right now. Right. Every every lifetime, every um, every what. 
every moment, every experience is all happening simultaneously. Like there is, if, if you take away time, mm -hmm. then you have immortality. Right. And you have the present moment. <laughs> and you know, all the, all the, it's, it's really fun to think about humanity and where we are, you know, all this focus on mindfulness and, you know, getting really present and taking that out to the future. How, how might it change our DNA? Right. And that's really what has to happen with humanity. It doesn't have to happen, but that's what I, my hope is. And I think there is a trust and a, and a level of um, positive view of this going forward yeah. in, in time, in time, right. That what we do in the moment, in the present and how we find that the beauty and the essence of that can really shape the future. Oh, I like that. That's a really beautiful uh, takeaway for this. Um, I I was thinking about how, like our our science and you know, like the creation of the universe and all of these things, they they have uh, you know, it's all based on logic, right? But it's also it has this concept at the very core of it that is is completely illogical and that is um the concept of eternity right like the the um infinity the concept of infinity rather mm -hmm. right which which mm -hmm. actually talks about eternity which is immortality right right <laughs> and and we somehow are able to accept that in our awareness like we're ex able to accept the concept of infinity even though it's something that cannot be um cannot be experienced or grasped right but here we are this is the mind blowing part, right? And, and I love the, I love all the, you know, the universe and what we discover in the universe and how it just goes on and on and on. It's another great reminder. Right. Well, this has been one heck of a, a journey today. Yeah, no kidding. Thank you everybody so much for joining us. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Margaret. Yeah, thanks for playing. It's been a, a wonderful experience. <laughs> thanks for joining. Thanks for listening in. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.